Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. We are the Pepsi and Iron Brew of the UK detailing community. No need for Coca-Cola in here, thank you. This is Season 3, Episode 5, I'm Right, You're Wrong. I hope I put enough attitude into that one there. My name is Specky McSporran and I'm joined as usual by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Paul Dolden. Welcome back to another complete drain on your battery pack. Um... <laughs> At least 50% of your battery will be swallowed up by this fantastic podcast. Yes, it's worth every bit of electricity you pay. We're going to go straight into the news. Um, as this is re- recorded on a Thursday evening, mm-hmm. uh, where you are around the world, um, no matter what time it is, no matter what time of day it is, um, I'm going to give you some breaking news. This, this has just literally happened about an hour ago. If you follow me on Instagram, I couldn't believe my eyes as I came out of the glorious Harrods of the shopping world, Lidl's. Um, <laughs> not only do I see someone driving probably one of the worst cars ever built on the road, driven by old people, uh, a Vauxhall Mariva, uh, this ha- happened to have a certain graphic on... on now, I hope it's a graphic or... A, well, no, I actually, hope it's not painted. Hope, I really hope it's not painted. We hope it's not painted, <laughs> but... But then again, if it's been wrapped, I would be suing or finding out where the company are that actually wrapped the car. Now, if you don't know anything about this, you need to be following my Instagram. You need to go back because this is already recorded. This will be weeks in advance. And check out a certain Vauxhall Mariva, and I'll leave it at that. It's, I won't say any more. It's red, so you can't miss it. It's red, and it yeah. stands out. <laughs> well, it would have done in the 1970s. It might have been cool in the 1970s if you wore a certain jacket and had big sideburns and flares. <laughs> These days in 2023, well, I'm not so sure. I don't think you can get away with that. Yeah, that was my little bit of news. Um, I've got too much detail in news this week, unfortunately. Uh, however, I do have. <laughs> you realize this is the Speaking Paul Talk detailing podcast. <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> you better. However, you better. In, detailing, in detailing news, miraculously, and one can say well and truly timed to perfection, I have a new video out. Oh, yes, of course you do. Always. Yes. Yes. Uh, I have a new video out, which is the Valet Pro interior uh, video, which people have been asking me to do videos on interiors for God knows how long, and then I do them, and then the views aren't really that great. So I don't understand that one. A whole demographic. I actually enjoyed doing it, to be honest with you. So my son's BMW used all Valet Pro products, thanks to Valet Pro, and that is on my channel at the moment. I'm, that is my detailing news at the moment. I'm so glad However, people don't ask me to do interior videos because you know I absolutely hate interiors, like with a passion. Hate, yeah, but you actually hate doing interiors. I hate doing interior videos. I don't mind doing interiors because I think that is the place where you sit and that is the place where you're going to give that... Boxer Mariva back to that young lady yeah. um, with the rug with the rug rats and you know that's smothered in sick and God knows what else yeah and that's where the biggest transformation is for me in an interior as far as the smell and everything else so uh, yeah I, I was a little bit gutted about the views that they might be spiky they might go up mm-hmm. and yet people watch me clean a you know an old rusty Rover Metro. 40,000 views. I can't believe it. I know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what it is. is. Is it the classic crowd getting ready for show season? You know, oh, all the crusty old people are saying, oh, better get the MG ready. Oh, get the, the travel rug, the tartan travel rug. And 
we'll get the all the bits and pieces, get the thermos ready. We're going to have to sit. Because you know what they do? They go to these car shows and they just sit there in a camping chair with a, a flask of tea and some, a box of sandwiches. And they just sit yep. there and wait for some other anorak to come over and go, oh, I noticed you've got the one with the chrome bumpers and I have the one with the plastic bumpers. Oh, God. I, I actually <laughs> thought about you the other day because we were talking about, we, we do talk about Rovers quite a bit, don't mm. we, on the, in the podcast. And I actually um, was, I went to see my mum and dad and they live, they live in a little village called Tiptree, uh, which is where the jam is made and the queen. Well, where the queen is made. <laughs> where, the, where, where, the, where the queen is brewed. Uh, God rest her soul. No, obviously. no, it's where the, the royal crest is and yeah, the queen used to eat it when she was alive, obviously. Um, towards the end of her life, she went on to Marmite, which is probably what killed her in the first place. Anyway, or it was Lidl's fake stuff. Do you know what? I've dropped two jars of that. It's like tarmac. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They jump out the cupboard. It's, I'll stop buying that it. Bad. I know it's not gonna It's suicidally no. bad. Because <laughs> I know it's not gonna last. It's just gonna fall on the floor and smash. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Yes. Please. If there is one. Um, um I was following a 54 plate Rover 75. That's like the curvy one. Mm, I remember the 75, the big boat. And mm-hmm. it was mint. I mean, it was like showroom condition, and then I found out why. He didn't go above 27 miles an hour. <laughs> All the way there. And the only thing that was missing was a tartan rug on the back and then some sort of hat which you wear to watch cricket. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I get that it. was flawless. I, yeah. I loved so, those old 75s. I, for a long time, wanted a 75. I wanted the two-litre diesel because um, that was a BMW diesel engine. This wasn't a Rover uh, diesel engine at all or anything like that. It was a, it was a BMW diesel four-cylinder i did not know that yeah. i did not know it had a bmw engines in those. yeah because at that point um they were being made that was when the bmw group had bought the rover group and that's when uh, bmw started uh, producing the land rover l322s which were basically bmw's uh ownership um although lots of people have this um this expectation that oh i've, I've got one of the Range Rover L322s, and, um, you know, it's got the big uh, BMW V8 diesel in it. It's not actually not, believe it or not, both the diesels, the 3.6 V6 and the 3.6 V8, were both Ford engines. There's a little bit of anorak knowledge for you right there. I knew you were anorak, but to what extent, I just <laughs> never knew, and now we all know. Thank you for that. You the um, Yeah, that's, that's interesting stuff. Yeah, as far as detail is concerned, not as we know at the moment, there's some horrendous weather, really bad. Mm. I mean, you've got proper weather. We've got girl pants weather down here. Yeah, you do. Um, all over Google for the last week or so, it's been over-dramatizing things where it says, Arctic blast from, you know, beast from the east. And we had a tiny, and I mean a minuscule dusting in Suffolk. So I work in Suffolk, and we got that in the early hours of, which would have been this morning. Um, but here it was just rain. It was just that's all we've got. Which is I'm not snow is fairly pointless anyway, unless you're going to do skiing and you know push old ladies over. Mm. Um, then it's fairly pointless, or do drifting, which is what it's made for. That's exactly what it's made for, exactly, yes. Although I try and do that every now and then when I've got Natalie in the car. She's she's a bit of a nervous passenger. And uh, every now and then I get to a, a really perfectly untouched, snowy-covered street, and I get to a corner, and I f- suddenly flick the wheel and grab the handbrake and yeah. <laughs> give it a bit of a end Scandinavian in, flick. <laughs> and end up in a pile of wheelie bins. <laughs> Well, you would think so. The way that she reacts to it, ah, 
you know. <laughs> and I'm like, calm down, woman. It's nothing. It's just a little handbrake turn. It's fine. Uh, the, the kids uh. love it. Um, all right. Well, okay. That's your your news. I've got a couple of bits of news. We've we've had some messages, some really good, interesting messages actually recently, and my own little bits and pieces of news. Um, I have filmed a video which will be up soon. Uh, that is featuring a brand that we all know and love. Um, I've been promising to make a video for them for a very long time because they've sent have me a you? bunch of bits. Made me feel better. <laughs> it's not. It's not them. It's not. It's not Turtle Wax, by the way. Um, but yeah, um, I've got a video. It's in the editing bay right now. It is due to be finished off at some point soon, so it may well be live by the time you guys get round to listening to this. Uh, I'm hoping that will be the case. Um, there's been a thing that we've been talking about, and this this will come into the main part of this topic about the whole "I'm right and you're wrong," but um. Ivan LaCroix, you, you may know this name, the bespectacled, uh, curly-moustached, basically cartoon villain-looking uh, chap uh, in America who currently runs the Detailing 101 YouTube page. Uh, he formerly worked with, um, uh, what were they called, Optimum, uh, Optimum Polymer Technologies. He's been getting a bit of attention for maybe some of the wrong reasons, maybe some of the right reasons, but one of the things that I was tagged in was he he put up a video and he's he's got this sidekick on the channel um and this guy says so ivan why do we rinse down do we always rinse down or do we rinse up <laughs> you, oh god people who follow me will will know exactly where i'm going with this and he said he said no 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 you rinse down cuz you want the dirt to go down if you rinse from the bottom going up you're just going to spray the dirt up onto the higher parts of the car <laughs> right <laughs> and i was like no 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 this is no 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 that's not what happens yeah. if you are if you're rinsing from the bottom paul just give me an idea is your nozzle on your pressure washer pointed up or is it pointed straight or is it pointed maybe slightly down well, there's a couple. There's a couple of reasons for this. It's actually pointed straight because obviously it's, it wants to blast the, the crap off the panel. But the main reason you do it, and I keep saying this to people, and people still disagree with me, is to see where you've been. Now the idea exactly. Thank you. Yes, and the idea of a citrus base or a TFR pre-wash on the car is to break down the grime and make you know the chemicals to do its work. Yep. If you go from the top to the bottom, you are flooding the chemical basically washing it off but you're not rinsing it the idea of the power washer is to that's why it's got a powerful motor is to produce the velocity of the water to blast the crap off your car some might say that the snow foam is like a colored catalyst because you can see where you've been in lines yes, yes. and then if you do it especially on a white car you'll definitely see where you've missed because I did it on my works fan. I mucked up. Oh, that's a little bit of detail news, actually. I got so... F- <laughs> Sorry. It's been a long week. I got very... He's found a bit. Hang on, he's found a bit. He's, we, can, we can relax. Look, it's I've okay, had guys. man... I've had man... It's okay. I've had man flu. I can get away with it. I've got a rotten cold as I sound awful. Um, So I cleaned this... Here we go. Shock horror. This will be people with a unsubscribe straight away after a... Ask for their money back from the Patreon page. By the way, if you haven't, <laughs> please do. Um, I got so fed up with this, I just thought, I oh, know, I'll use what's in this Laser Industries uh, pump sprayer. And it was brake 
Uh, wheel, well, wheel cleaner. I think there's a little bit of fallout removing in there. Yes. Dilutable wheel cleaner. I remember now. Mm-hmm. God. And um, I just covered this thing and effectively it worked, yeah, it worked really well because it's strong as hell. So I power washed mm-hmm. it off and then I parked up because I didn't bother doing a two bucket wash. I couldn't be bothered because it was just, it started raining. I parked the vehicle up, walked into the uh, our mess room. And as I looked on the side, I'd seen like a, a wonky tram line on the trim where I'd missed <laughs> the bloody. And that's worse than somebody like kicking you in the back of the chair. Oh. Like, it's really annoying. I thought, you idiot. But yeah. what was worse was the iron fallout. Oh my God. It's obviously people say, oh, it's a rail vehicle. We don't literally park a centimeter away from the track. We're not, <laughs> you know, we're not allowed to. But there was the worst. I, I didn't put it on Instagram because obviously it's a company vehicle, even though it's not mm-hmm. bad. But I should have done really. It's some of the worst affected clear coat I've ever seen on a vehicle. And I tried everything. And it this thing would just bleed. For days, I think it's so embedded. It's actually like it looks like it's got measles. It looks like rust measles. <laughs> it's that bad. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was my. Um, yeah. So that, that, that's what. Yeah. Going back to the Ivan uh, Lacroix thing. That yeah. is We know with this argument is just been going on since the detail was invented. And I, it really bothers me because if you can't see it, then I'm not going to bother explaining it to you. But I really, what what difference does it make? And that is partly what this podcast is about. About you're doing it wrong, I'm doing it right. We will yeah. get we will get to that. So. We will get to that. So yeah, there, there, there was this people people were getting in touch with me saying, you know, I've always done it from the bottom going up, but you don't spray upwards. You spray downwards or flat. You don't spray up. You don't spray the dirt that's on the bottom of your car upwards. Because one, it's going to end up in your hair and all over your clothes and everything. Why would you do that? What's interesting is, um, very kindly, Vice Detailing, uh, V-E-I-S, um, I don't know his name. I, 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 he's messaged me a couple of times. Very nice guy. Makes good content on TikTok and things like that as well. Um, he actually posted a video to his TikTok and then he shared it onto his Instagram where he said, I stand with Specky. Um, and not Ivan in this regard. And he actually gave a visual demonstration of what Ivan was talking about. Here is spraying down, and he showed spraying down. He says, you'll you'll see the bit above. You can see that I haven't touched it because it's still dry, whereas the bits below have been blasted off. Now, if I was to spray the other way, it would go up, and, and that's just stupid, and that's not what you do. So there was some of that. So that stirred up a bit of controversy. Um, Craig from The Detailing Detectives... A former UK president of the IDA, he messaged me and he said, that's how Alan, uh, Alan Medcraft taught me how to do it years ago. And I said, yes, I picked that up from Alan when that's I watched where I some of his early... from. Yeah, you go, you see? Yeah. Alan, the OG the Alan. YouTuber, yeah. um, you know, he his videos showed me some of the basic techniques and his one was snow foam the car and then rinse from the bottom so you know, because you're not just rinsing. You're not just spraying the water on just to get the foam off. You're actually, like you said using the velocity, the pressure of the water to push the dirt off that certain section. And you know, if you've done it from the bottom, that's the bit you've worked on and the bit above it, you haven't touched it yet. So you know you need to go over that bit. It's such a simple thing, but it's really bugging me. I have a question for this certain Ivan chap. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's that easy, why don't you just sell your pressure washer? And just (laughs) literally just water it like you're doing someone's lawn and just let it just run off. Because that's effectively what they're saying. People say... I've edited comments on the YouTube channel. Oh, you're doing it all wrong. I had one, which, and I will quote, 
Japan does it differently to what to we do, you know, the way yeah. we've been taught or whatever. It, and this is what we're going to be talking about. I'm wrong, you're right, but I mean, we'll get to this this whole argument about this pre-washing because it does my utter nutting. Yes, I'm going to make a, a video about this one, actually. I am going to, I'm planning on making a video talking about the differences with pre-washes Good. and mm-hmm. things like that. So that's all going to be happening in the future if this is something you're interested in. Keep your eyes peeled for that one. Also, I received some products in the post. Um, Did you? I think we can we can talk about this now, I think. Um, we talked last episode about Jay from Bouncer's Wax with a, a new, Ooh, new project yes. on the go. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. So some of you may not know this. Some of you may have heard of the brand before. The brand is Ed Turner's. I think it's a play on the word head turner, you know, Ed Turner. Um, however, he, he sent me some new products. Um, now, he has, he has sent me ed turner's products in the past um but he sent me some new bits and pieces because he's going through a bit of a rebranding with it uh three products really interesting stuff one of them is called precise and pure which is the whole idea of a a quick detailer i've been asking for a quick detailer which leaves nothing behind for a very long time and this is about as close as you're going to get i think based on what uh, jay has been talking about um i noticed he had made a post on uh, facebook about it and then Andreas Schwarzinger, if you don't know him, he is, uh, a, he does the, I believe he does uh, some of the Sonax. I think it's the Sonax. I may be wrong. I can't remember which brand it is. He does some training uh, over in Switzerland um, and he's a very active community member and he's very, very uh, knowledgeable guy. And he was almost calling Jay out here saying, are you sure it leaves nothing? You're talking about it leaving something. And what Jay basically said was, whenever you have any chemical interaction on the paintwork, there's going to be something happening to it but this is meant to only last like no more than about two or three days so it's not even like a week-long kind of worth of protection it's not protection that it's imparting it is just that there's some chemical there to help you cleanse the paintwork so there's that one then there's a ceramic uh hybrid quick detailer uh which is exactly as it sounds the one i find most interesting and i think i sent this one to you paul yep is slipstream yeah i saw that i wonder what that was so it's an aerodynamic stabilizer. Oh, we were talking about this one in the week. Yeah, basically, it's something which is designed to uh, increase the slip of air across your car, reducing drag, and technically speaking, the possibility of improving your miles per gallon if the air can slip over your car. Um, you know, with less. Drag. resistance with more ease yes less drag and things less drag. like that yeah then well, a bit on my head yeah yes exactly yes you're very aerodynamic that's one thing we can say about you yeah. you're highly aerodynamic bugger all else but aerodynamic <laughs> so yeah it's it's a really interesting stuff so those i've got those um i'm looking forward to giving them a test at some point so keep your eyes peeled if you're interested check out uh, instagram and the youtube channel um, now, what else? Oh, I've got a couple of things here. I've got a bit got... more news, but carry on. Go oh, on. Okay, right. Um, got a message from Andy on uh, Instagram. He said, just a thought while cleaning the manager's car. If someone you respect in the business or know brings a product out, are you less harsh on them when you're reviewing it? Still honest about it, but Ooh. less harsh in terms of making a video with how you give your honest review. Just a thought, that's all. And I thought this is very, very interesting because obviously if you've got a friend who has released products, let's right. say, I mean, we, we've got friends in the industry and yeah, we have to be constructive with all of our criticism whenever we're making any kind of review or video. 
We have to be constructive, which means we have to point out the bad as well as the good. Does that mean we're less harsh? I don't think I would call myself harsh at all unless it really, really deserves it. But if I've been sent something from someone that I know and like personally, am I going to be... Am I going to try and tiptoe around them? No, I don't think so. I think at the end well, of the day, yeah, my review is... It's, it's all about what I want for the end user, not just for me personally. Yeah, they're not going to thank you for it, are they? No, they're not going to thank you if you lie. Are no, they? Hey, mate, by the way, this, all, this Iron Brew alternative is absolutely fantastic. And then they yeah. get slated. It's not going to go down well for them or for me. I think in my personal experience, if a brand has said to me, this is the absolute nuts, you're going to love this, I think it's a game changer, it's the best thing ever, and I look at it and just, let's just say for an argument's sake, it's a shampoo. Shampoos have got to be either really stonking in some crazy newfangled way of cleaning your car or have some sort of additive that makes them so sublime to use, it's got to be something special because normally shampoo is shampoo. Unless it's yes. something very, very special. Mm-hmm. And then I just use it and I just give my honest opinion. That's that's fair enough, right? Mm-hmm. The same at the same time, if it's someone we know, I'll have to give a truth. Because and it's you're not you're you're looking when you do a review, you're looking for the bad things. You're not looking for the good things. The good things will stand out for themselves, regardless of whatever happens. The first thing is you do you is you look at the bottle, look at the branding, you look at the lid. Is it easy to stick in the bucket? Has it got a flip-top lid, screw-top, whatever? And then you start criticising it. You have to do this as a reviewer. This is really, really important. Yes. If you don't, if you just take it on, yeah, it smells really nice. It's a little bit foamy. Look at everything. There is quite a bit that goes into just doing reviews on car products. It's not that easy. It's quite hard, but especially when somebody makes a really good product, you are looking for the bad. You're not looking yeah. for the good. The good will just... It'll it'll be there. It'll, it'll stand, stand out. It'll, it'll stand exactly. Yes, yeah. so that's a really good point. I like that message. I, I like. Yeah, that's a good um, one. I like that one. I have got. Um, <laughs> this is quite funny. This is not one of mine. It's just that my name came up on my feed on my YouTube uh, page where somebody had mentioned being a comment, and uh, this is from the JNL Detailing Channel. I can JML. No, not JM. Is in like end of the aisles. No, JNLT, sorry. Oh, JNLT, the detailing channel. Sorry, my glasses right. are steamed up. It's so high now. Um, he's reviewed VP products, and he's done a really good video, actually. I think. Oh, yes, done. I know VP. That's, um, that's um, who are they owned by again? What's the name of the company? Oh, I, I don't know. I've forgotten the name. I don't know. Carcam. 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 Oh, well, I've, I've seen them, and he's done a video, and it's, it's really good. It's a nice mm-hmm. little video, and one of the products in... This is not a lie. I'm not winding anyone up in the audience. One of the products is a drying aid. There's a reason he uses it at the end of the video for several reasons. One is, namely, that's the main part what you do is a drying aid, and you're going to dry the car, leave some protection. It's kind of like a wet coat style. I laughed so much, I I didn't watch the end of the video. Oh, no. Because I wet myself. (laughs) Uh, I shit you not, I can swear on here. Mm -hmm. This product is called, wait for it, Dry Helmet. Oh, I know it. I know it. <laughs> yes, so, they, they also have wet helmet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say both in the same sentence in the same podcast? We're going to yes. get banned. Brilliant. <laughs> so somebody had said, um, I can't find it. There was a comment saying, I hope they don't send that to Paul Dalton. Um, so <laughs> instantly I jumped on it and I just put, 
I had a dry helmet once. The doctor said it was my age. <laughs> Great video, mate. The products look pretty good. And he said, at least you checked it out. Thanks for watching, mate. Thumb up. Yeah, I just... I, I, what was going through their mind? How many bottles of um, Stellar Arturis did they get through at that board meeting? Yeah, they. It, I think it's quite funny. They've they've gone a, an interesting way with their um their product names. So they have wet helmet and dry helmet. Um, they do. Um, they also their ceramic co- the ceramic coating is hard helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just hit my mic. Please don't. Um, hang on. Please don't tell me they've they've got a tar remover called sticky helmet. Uh, <laughs> Well, their their wheel cleaner is called Clean Rim. Um, oh, for God's sake, no. <laughs> yeah, their snow foam is called Smother. Oh, uh, their shampoo is called Taboo. Um, can you tell I'm looking up their website right now? I have seen these. I've, I've seen them already. Um, where's some of the other ones? Um, uh, oh, their quick detailer is called Luby. <laughs> their, their rubber dressing is called Johnny. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Really? Was he a sex shop owner or what that took this on? Come on. Um, I think, what is this one? Um, well, they've got a couple of odour eliminators, which are both, uh, obviously, for different people. There is a femme and an homme, you know, uh, as far as uh, interior Don't, scents and stuff. They've gone the other way. The beaver killer or something. <laughs> no, that's just what they're called. Femme and homme. French, French bull. Right. Uh, There you go. I thought thought you would like that one. That's quite funny, though. Yeah. I I thought you knew about that because I follow them on Instagram. I've seen their stuff. No, if I'd known about that, I'd be writing to them with a DM saying, (laughs) do you ever need a review? Tap me up. (laughs) You would would just be giggling the entire time, let's be honest. Yeah, just be a giggle fest. Ten minute Uh, giggle fest. Good. All right. Right. Um, What else? Um, Natalie got a new car. Uh, So she got a new uh, old old Corsa. Um, A 13 plate Corsa SE because she wanted uh, one with the heated seats and heated steering wheel and that's exactly what she got so um, she's quite happy with that people had been asking questions on uh, Instagram about this because I had posted about it and I said that the old car had um, been written off and so I had some questions people saying oh is she alright um, I would I'll maybe keep the story for a live I'd, chat or something. Yeah, I'd keep that one under wraps, I, I'll mate. keep that one. It's a funny story. I'll drink a litre a of Bailey's into that story. <laughs> um, the short story is she's absolutely fine. Nobody was hurt in the incident, but the car was so badly damaged that it was written off by the insurance company. So uh, she's got a new car there. Um, and I'm on a bit of a fitness kick. Paul, how, how are you for your fitness? I'm pretty good, mate. I've lost weight. I'm under 17 stone. Um, I'm, I'm for someone that has breathed, uh, the majority of my life I've been spent, well, with an air fed mask, most of it, but yeah, I did breathe a lot of welding fumes in years ago and I used to smoke cigars, but I, I walk up Snowden every year. I'm fairly fit. Did you enjoy uh, PE when you were at school? I found the leotard a bit tight. I bet you were Mr. Beautycant's favourite, weren't you? No way. <laughs> How the hell do you know that name? Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Holy shit. Did that surprise you? <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> Apparently, Mr. Beauty Cat was really good for a laugh. Yeah, he was. We um, <laughs> we tapped him up for a good laugh. Where do you see him? I didn't. I never said I did. Oh. Is it Facebook? <laughs> no. No? Really? You're not related to him, are you? No. <laughs> uh, let's just say I know people. 
Wow. I just wanted your reaction on that one. That is, I, that is a name I haven't heard since 1987 when I left school. When I, left, when I left Thirstable School. We'll have a chat about that later on. Off there you air. go. I'll, I'll say yes. Okay, I just wanted to get your reaction. Like so it. before we get into this main topic, I would just like to remind you guys, if you like all of this kind of nonsense and you want to support the podcast, we have a Patreon available. Patreon.com slash Specky and Paul Talk detailing. If you want to give a small donation to help us out and create better content, it is there available to you. We've been asked about it so much. We're going to keep reminding you about it. You're not getting a choice. It's our podcast. Thank you very much. Let's move on to this. You're right. No, I'm right. <laughs> back to front. I'm right. You're wrong. Okay. Where are we going with this one, Paul? What's this all about? This, this, you told me this was driven all by your comment section. It, it, well, it is going back to, um, this goes back about crikey six years ago when I first started doing YouTube and, um, I'd been doing detailing cars for quite some time. Every day's a school day, as we said, with, uh, Steve geeky details. Mm-hmm. And, um, the comment section is littered with people that may not even be detailers. Um, they might be weekend warriors. They could be it's very, very rarely if it is, is someone who's a full-time detailer will comment on a YouTube video because let's face it, when they're getting from work and they've been doing detailing all day, the last thing I want to do is to sit there and watch, you know, a three-hour detail on, on YouTube. So it's very rarely people like that. So you have to take these with a pinch of salt. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not so good. But this is this sort of has been going on, the raging behind the scenes of social media for a very, very long time. Yes. So, let's just give you an example. Well, we were talking about pre-washing earlier on, weren't we? So, um, mm-hmm. certain people will do things in a certain way to you, which is different, and you just have to go, okay, all right. And if you want to comment on a video and say, why don't you try this? I found this a really good tip. That's fair enough. Right. But when people actually tell you that you're doing it wrong, when there is several ways to do something, i.e., uh, the pre-wash system or you use four buckets instead of three. <laughs> you know, you've got umpteen wash mitts because you only got one bucket. This becomes a bit of a challenge and it's the only thing I can think of with in industry and hobbies where people get so irate and so angry that they just shout and scream and holler in the comment section. And we do take note because we read all these comments. I read every single comment, and I'm sure Specky does, and many other YouTubers read them, and many other reviewers that do Instagram reviews and Bookface reviews, all that sort of stuff. We do read them, but it is cut to the point where someone is so angry that they're adamant that their way is right and you're wrong, and at the end of the day, we are making a car look shiny. That's what we're doing. Yes. Yes. And we're doing it to relax or earn money. So this is what this is all about. So the first one I am going to kick off with, which is number one, number uno, uno, whatever you call it. <laughs> uno? Is that chocolate bar? Um, uno, Bruno. He was, he was a football player. He's been sacked. Um, oh, no, it's Rooney. Sorry. Uh, I can tell you did German at school. <laughs> I actually passed it. CSE, you asked Mr. Beauty Cant. Jesus. Um, he's not going to do it. <laughs> the first one is pre-wash, right? And we're mm. not, and we're not talking about. We all, we won't cover too much of this, but this irates everybody. I'm not mm-hmm. going to talk about the one I was, was going to talk about. But I'm going to slightly turn this on its head because I've had this one in the past, and we've had it both of this about this comment. Yeah, using citrus or TFR, and then using snow foam over the top. A waste of product. Is it harming anybody? <sighs> Not really. The only thing it's harming 
is your wallet because yeah. you're using two products. Now, there is a reason for this, and I will give it to you. This is the, my reason. My reason is I only go up as far as, say, the window rubbers with a pre-wash, i.e. a citrus or a TFR, yeah, or a strong alkaline okay. cleaner. Yeah. The roof, yeah, and the bonnet. Not so much the bonnet because that gets bug splats. But the roof and maybe the back window and down the glass and the rest of the body gets sealed with a mild pre-wash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snow foam. I'm talking about snow foam. S- snow foam. Yeah. 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 Okay, I, I was having this exact conversation earlier on Instagram today with um, Colin Chocidardo. Uh He was messaging me about this entire situation. That is situation. a chocolate bar, by the way. <laughs> I was eating a chocolate. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, so, yeah, we, we were having this conversation. We were talking about this back and forth. Um, and he, he was talking about the fact that I had mentioned the, the, the guy from Woowoo's had talked about uh, being able to create a snow foam that doesn't have any cleaners. I actually had a conversation with someone from Achem, who is a big chemical manufacturer, and they are also a uh, a creator of car detailing products for many many brands in the UK. Uh, they they produce a lot uh, through the white labeling system, um, so they create a lot of products. And I spoke to them. I said, "Is it possible at all that basically a product just has um, foaming agents uh, without any kind of detergents, surfactants of any sort?" And the short answer from them was no. And if there is, they don't do it. Because basically, to create the bubbling, to create the foaming, it requires a a surfactant of some sort. It could be anionic, it could be cationic. There's lots of different types uh, out there. But it has to be something. That's what creates the bubbles in the first place. You cannot just foam water. Because it needs something else in there to create the bubbles. And then you could have something which might be a foam booster... But there has to be something to kick it off in the first place, which means there is no such thing as a snow foam that doesn't clean right now. There are snow foams out there that maybe don't clean very well, but they do do something. They have got something within them which will impart some cleaning ability onto your paint. So what I was looking for doesn't exist, which is a shame. So and I was just talking about that because maybe it would have been a cheap alternative as something to keep your your TFR, your citrus, your APC wet to stop it from drying out on the panel. So instead we were talking about what, what are some alternatives? And he suggested, believe it or not, Fairy Liquid. Fairy Liquid actually goes through your foam cannon very well and is very foamy. It's that's what it's designed to do. Um and it's actually really cheap really cheap to get a hold of. So maybe well, that yeah. is an alternative. I'm not advocating and saying fairy liquid is a good idea to use as a snow foam. No. But if you're using any snow foam, using it at a much weaker dilution than is requested, you know, if they say 10 to 1, maybe make it 20 to 1, 50 to 1 or something. If you can still get a thin foam out of that, you're you're cutting down on your cost. And so it's, it's not going to impact your wallet quite so much. But you're still going to have something which is a coating over the top of your pre-wash product to stop it from drying out. So there are ways of doing it. Even cheap shampoos. There's a lot of shampoos that can go through a foam lance and will foam up very well. There are some that don't. I have to point that one out. Not every shampoo will foam through a foam lance. But that might be a cheaper alternative. If you can pick up a cheap supermarket shampoo, as long as it's not a wash and wax just a basic shampoo, you might be able to run that through a snow foam lance and if it only costs you a quid for the bottle, you've just got yourself a cheap uh, product to keep your pre-wash wet. So yeah. that's a possibility. Does Are they wrong? No. Are they right? 
it, it's a personal preference thing. But like you said, it doesn't hurt you or me in any other way than, in this case, financially. I, I think all. I know the reason why people get so upset when they say you're doing it wrong because we are brands. You spec him at Spawn, you're a brand. Paul Holden Details, you're a brand. You're a name. Mm-hmm. You've been around for a long time. Uh, and by the way, it's my birthday this Sunday. I'm 52. I can't believe it. Unbelievable. It's Sunday? Gonna... Yeah, this Sunday, yeah. Um, it's not in my calendar. I got no, it's all right. It's not in some of us either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or my mother-in-laws. Um, or anyone else's, to be honest with you. Anyway, so, oh. yeah. So I, I've been around for what? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So we're, we are effectively targets. And if you've got, we've discussed this so many times before. Remember you were at school. You always had the kid. It was always a girl at the front that knew the answer to it, you know. Or there was someone at the back that knew the answer, and they put their hands up. They want to be heard. They want to be heard. And this is what this is. They want to not just prove you wrong. And this isn't always the case. I don't. I'm not got the wrong end of the stick. But in most cases, people want to be seen to be or heard, and say, "No, you're doing it wrong. You're you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong, Pan. You're doing it wrong, Larry. Whoever. This mm-hmm. is the correct way of doing it. It's a point of view. If you get the the, the result at the end is exactly the same." It's no harm in in doing it. Now, let's go from extremes. My neighbour over the road, John, with his his Vauxhall that's been on the channel, uh, he was cleaning the little um, Citroen they've got, those little blue thing he's got, actually using one of those window cleaning yard room things, and I just cried when he did it. End of the day, he's he's only hurting the clear coat. He's not actually physically harming anybody, right? So if that's what he wants to do, my wife always used to say to me, oh, for God's sake, don't go and see them. Don't go and tell them they're doing it wrong. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> and I did used to do it. You know, excuse me, mate. Why don't you do this? I'll stop doing it. That's that's down to them. Yeah. 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 And, there, and there is common sense with this as well because, you know, like we've spoke about before, like why do you do the wheels first? Well, you do the wheels first because all the muck and the grime from the wheels will go back onto the panels of the car you've just cleaned. So you're theoretically going to have to clean the car twice. There is common sense to a lot of it. And then there's people that just use fallout removers on wheels and they don't APC them first. So they use more fallout remover than APC. APC is cheaper than fallout remover. So it's kind of do the maths. There is reasons for doing stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not really... I've, I've seen it on videos. I've seen people just go straight in with fallout removers so, and, and reviews and yeah, believes like a God yeah, knows I, what. And, I don't always agree with that one. I, I, just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean it's wrong. I'm not going to tell them they're doing it wrong. Absolutely not, but no. I can see some people, some people had mentioned this. When I talked about, oh, the whole iron fallout thing, clean the car first, then let the fallout remover get to the fallout properly. Um, I had a lot of valeters actually contact me, mobile valeters, and they just said, I, I do this as part of the pre-wash process. It's just one job I have to do less. And if I keep doing it regularly, then it just keeps down more of the iron fallout. So there's just less each time. It's not going to be perfect. But again, time is money for them. You know, they want to get through as many cars as they can in a day. So I understand where they're coming from. I can't say they're wrong for doing it. I simply don't agree with it as my choice of a way to do it. Um, I'm in a situ- similar situation to where you are, my next door neighbor. I was out cleaning. Uh, a car at the weekend and uh, he came over and he said oh you're you're filming again are you and I said no no I'm, I'm just washing this one myself I'm not going to film it so he knows what I do uh, and I noticed he came out with a mop bucket and a soft bristled indoor sweeping brush lovely 
<laughs> and I thought, oh, I know where this is going. And I said, um, hey, look, do you need anything? I've, I've got products coming out of my ears. So if you need anything, a shampoo, a snow foam, a whatever, give me a shout and I'll, I'll happily, you know, just, I've got, I've got heaps. Help yourself, you know, just come and give me a shout. Tell me what you need. And he said, oh, no, no, I'm just going to give these things a quick clean down with his mop bucket and his soft bristled sweeping brush. And I thought, okay, I could shout and go, stop it, get a wash mitt. How dare you, you, w-. no, I could do that. What, what good? What good is it going to do him? He doesn't care. He's quite happy with the way the car looks. That's right. Is it I- up to me to then go across <laughs> and say, "Listen, uh, I- I've I've brought my um my inspection lamp. I just want to show you what a swirl mark is." Is he going to thank me for that? No. 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 So no, do I not. bother? No. So I was talking to Steve about this the other day, Geeky Detail Reviews, and he said he's desperate to polish one of his neighbours' back doors on his car. I wonder where I was going then. We're back to shiny helmet again. He, he keeps seeing him wash the car with brushes or whatever, and he sees it's just swirl central. It's, it's looking hazy as anything. And what he really wants to do is, when he's not looking, go and polish one of his doors, and then go, wow, did you have to get a door replacement? Did you, did you have a prang or something like that? <laughs> just I, so it might make him go, oh, Christ, that's what my paint's meant to look like. He said, would he thank me for it? No. Does it hurt us? No. It's his way of doing it, and he's very happy. I was telling Chalky today, I saw a taxi driver clean his car with one of those Asda wheel brushes, literally with a mop bucket and that, and he was, it was, I think it was nothing more than water in the bucket, but he was dipping the brush in there. (laughs) Could have been, could have been anything, but he was literally just dipping it in there and then wiping across the car, and I thought... God, I as much as I want to say something, it's not my place. I don't agree with it, but it doesn't mean he's wrong. No. Because if he's no. happy with it, who's to say he's wrong? It's <laughs> like it's like the people that drive in wet weather and then they don't have their blower on or their AC, and then they go. It's one of my pet hates. Apart from old people, uh, which has always been my pet hate, um, and then they go like that with the back of their hand to clean their windscreen. And they put like a little letterbox in, <laughs> thinking, turn your blower on, put it onto the screen and put it on warm and crack a window. Or the best comment I heard, that I heard this several times before, was from a work colleague. We are slightly going off the tr- off track here. That's unusual for us. Mm-hmm. And he said, <laughs> a friend of mine said to him, he goes, this is what he said to my friend. He said, I've got mildew and mold on my window rubbers on the inside. Why have I got that? So my friend turned around to him. He was very, very clever and a bit like me, likes his cars. He said, you need to be using your air conditioning. He hmm. said, but it's winter. <laughs> so he said, <laughs> right, what's that got to do? He goes, but I only use that in the summer when it's hot. And he said, it's air conditioning <laughs> conditioning it conditions the air it yes. removes the moisture this is why when you turn your heater on to full bit of education here for, for people when you turn it on so if you've got a higher car you've never done it before and you whack it on four or five it will go into quick clear mode and the ac will engage and then it will clear all the moisture and when you turn it off the windows will then miraculously steam back up again because the moisture has gone back into the cabin yes very much a side note, but I just wanted to touch on that because it's something that really winds true. me up. Yeah, it's very true though. Here's one of my favourite ones I got. Um, I did the video about the Autoglim 
super resin polish versus a machine polisher you know hand versus machine very oh, very yeah. popular video that yeah. one um and uh people had said in the comments and i had mentioned it in the video which is what really bugs me this is one of my bugbears when people comment on something that's already actually been covered yeah. in the Plus video watched it with the sound down yeah you've had this recently you told me one where someone oh. said how much is it and like you'd already said in the video later on but they just they couldn't be arsed to, no, we've to got, watch your whole we've, we've got to that stage in life where people are so <laughs> tired and bored they can't lift their finger to scroll back on a video yeah yes yeah so this guy you mentioned i i already said it in the video but he said um oh you know never never polish in circles that's how you get swirl marks <sighs> i pointed out in the video i said Look at the machine polisher. What 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 is this pad doing? I'm dumbing it down here. Obviously, I didn't do that. But 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 what is it doing? It's spinning in Hang a, on a circular just motion. Po- just going to stop the podcast. Just going to go into the prank cave and throw my shy mate in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a mini rotary in there. I don't need that anymore. Do you know what you need? That's what you need. Is you need a sander with a a rectangular shaped block because that's what you need. Back and forth. None of this. This circular nonsense. I said it in the video. I said, before you say anything about polishing in circular motions, what does a machine polisher's pad do? It goes round in freaking circles. So that was one of my bugbears. This whole, you're right and I'm right and you're wrong. Oh, you should never do that. Right, let's go back to the... Here's something, right? People don't understand how, how a swirl mark works. What a swirl mark is. Swirl marks are not circles. No, they're not. Swirl marks are scratches or fine lines on the paintwork which are shown up by a circular point of light which shines out in all directions in a circle and that's why we call them swirl marks they are not themselves all circular thank you yes. that's been my ted talk right let's get to the <laughs> the next one which is a good one uh we've gone off the rails here geez <laughs> this we're is not, just turning into a rant episode we're not even in the outside lane or the north <laughs> or the or the um the hard shoulder i think we're in the field on the verge um, we're definitely right. off piste <laughs> <laughs> yes especially on call as well i'm not even drinking <laughs> right this is a good one so uh, tar removal tar spot removal and this comes from doing the van the other day i mm-hmm. pre-washed a very good thorough pre-wash with um, obviously um, using wheel cleaner, which don't go and do this for God's sake. It's just what I had in it. It's a commercial but dragon's breath. I'll do nicely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dragon's death juice. Um, so I'd use that. I noticed a huge amount of tar on this vehicle. Now I wasn't going to do it because it started raining, but I would have obviously done my pre-wash and then followed it up with a two bucket wash. And then I'd have rinsed it again. I thought, Oh, look at that lot. And then I would have gone in with my tar remover, soak them and then just remove them. Now, my question is, is there any harm? And I know people are going to shout at me for, for doing this, but is there any harm in taking those off before the wash, uh, part of, what am I talking about? What is wrong with me? Yeah, before I do the wash, the two-bucket wash. And the reason I say this, the reason I say this is because I do not want to contaminate my wash media with tar spots. And the first thing someone's going to say is, oh, hang on a minute, Paul. What happens if you've got dirt on the clear coat and then you're going to drag the dirt onto the microfiber when you wipe off the tar spots? You're going to swirl that car up. Well, all right, it's a van. It's white. It's a higher van. So who gives a toss? On my own car, yeah, well, I'd probably do it the other way around. I'd wash the car. But have you ever done it? Have you ever had a really nice wash mitt, like an Incredimit, which aren't cheap? 
and then you've caught tar in it, if it's that bad. Because I have. Yeah. And it makes a mess. I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure how I feel about this one. You you mentioned it earlier to me, and I, I I'm I don't know if I agree with you about this whole doing tar before you wash the car. But it's not hurting me. I disagree with you, but yeah. I, I let you get well, disag- on with it. Disagree with me is the right answer, because it is wrong. But I'm <laughs> point- No, it is wrong. Why would you do that? Because you are going to drag... The chances of getting... I- this happened to me. It did happen. It was very heavily contaminated with tar, and I did get tar, okay. like a globule, in my wash mitt. And I thought, oh, shit, why didn't I do that before? A globule? Yeah. yeah okay. Very well-known kind of- science. Very well-known science. You wouldn't know, because you're not scientific. Um. So that's like that's like the Scottish measurement called a bar hair. <laughs> I don't want to know what that is. I really don't. Um, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the only yeah, I go back to this. So I wouldn't do it on my own car. This was on a van, no. and yes. you wouldn't do it because literally you're not only contaminating the microfiber with the and tar yep. residue. By the way, it renders them pretty much useless after you use tar remover, and it stinks to high heaven. But <sighs> Yeah, that was just yeah, we know one. you use it in a shower. I've stopped doing that now. Um, I've moved on to TFR. <laughs> well, that could be the next, that could be the future thing, isn't it? Now, this might be the next arguments we get in the future after we've talked about how citrus is no longer the thing you should be buying. You should be buying APC. Are we now going to have people in comments saying, oh, you're using the citrus. That's clearly the wrong product. You're wasting your money and it's it's not powerful enough. And blah. Well, that I've got, could be I've a thing. Got an argument with this as well because I had a conversation with Greg from Valet Pro, um, mm-hmm. and this was about TFRs and prolonged use of TFRs. I think I mentioned this to you in a conversation we had, many conversations we had during the week. Yes, and he was saying prolonged use of TFRs, certain TFRs, harsh chemicals, especially on chrome trim and chrome badges and chrome inserts. And they're probably thinking, "Hang on, modern cars? You're talking about classic cars? No, I'm not." Talking about every car because lots of cars have chrome inserts around the window rubbers. They have them around the front grills. Take a Ford um, Ford Fiesta. Yeah. They're chrome around the outside. It's a bucket of clean, by the way. It's an absolute pain in the ass. Oh, I know. Water spots are crazy. Yeah, yeah. And well, oh, I mean the Peugeot badge on my car. That's that's chromey style. You know, shiny silver thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, he he was. We had a conversation about this. He was basically saying over prolonged use. He said you won't notice it on the first wash. You won't notice it on the second. By the fourth, you might. It starts tarnishing. It starts dulling that chrome finish. Yeah. And people will not know why this has happened. They might continue to use a, a TFR. Now, I have got TFRs and I've used them. They're bloody brilliant. Mm. They are very, very good. And Valet is using them for a reason. Speed. Speed. You do not want to be mucking around with a 40-quid bottle of uh, off-the-shelf snow foam for five litres when you can use TFR cheaper and twice as effective. Oh, and, yeah, definitely. And you probably might, you know, obviously regular use, if you're going to go back to the same vehicle, then you've got to start thinking different chemicals. But if you're doing one hits, you know, someone's coming in a rug map, a rug wrap mobile, easy for you to say. Um, <laughs> it's better than one of my voiceovers, like 50 takes of a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got yeah. and I got my own teeth. It's amazing. Um, amazing. Yeah, if you've got one of them, then yeah, it's not going to yeah. be, be that important, is it? At the end of the day, but yeah, I that, agree. yeah, that is an, another thing. Um, I, I, honestly, I used the TFR at the weekend. I used uh, I was cleaning up the old Fiesta to get it up for sale, and I wanted to be just speed time effective. I wanted to get it as clean as possible, so I used the uh, Auto Glim Professional 
TFR, the multi-wash TFR. And you compare that to a snow foam. A lot of snow foams, what are they going to say? What's the recommended dilution ratio most of the time? Oh, uh, 1 to 10. Yeah, right. The multi-wash TFR is 1 to 32. Jesus. Yeah, so in my 1.5 litre pump sprayer, I only needed 45, 46 milliliters of this multi-wash TFR in there. And did it work? Bloody right it did. It was a beast. It managed to rip through so much of the dirt and grime, which meant I had a hell of a lot less to worry about washing off later on. It really did get to the traffic film. I even sprayed it on. I didn't do a pre-wash. I only uh, a pre-rinse for a change. I I normally Mm pre-rinse a car, but for speed, I didn't bother with it this time. I think the only thing I pre-rinsed were the wheels. That was it, just because there was a build-up of... uh, of grime and things like that there. Yeah, but so there was a build-up yeah. of brake Cyf- dust and stuff. Cypher to do it anyway, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I got rid of that on the wheels, but I did not pre-rinse the car at all. I just went over the entire thing with a multi-wash TFR, and then I grabbed a snow foam and uh, just kept it damp with that snow foam. It was just a, a cheap, basic snow foam. I can't even remember which one it was. Um, just a really simple one, and just left it to sit there for five minutes, and then came back to it, rinsed it off, and almost... Not quite, but almost didn't need to wash it. That's how much it managed to pull off the car. And then for the wash process, I didn't even go to bucket. I did a one bucket with uh, shampoo in the foam lance and just sprayed the shampoo onto the car and washed it that way. Again, a bit of a game changer there. Some people are going to say, oh, you must use two buckets, three buckets, 16 buckets, or, or one bucket and 72 mitts and... Again, it's personal preference. Is it going to hurt you if I do that? Exactly. No. I think the thing I can take from this, and because we've been doing this a long time, is I've, I know I have other interests, you know, other hobbies like hi-fi and stuff and music and, you know, gadgets, camera gear. And it's the only hobby that people get really, really irate. I'm going to go back to a video that John DeLue made, and this was when he actually gave me my first shower. It was probably about four or five years ago. And he was saying about what it means to be a YouTuber. And how to put yourself out there is you've got to have rhino skin. Those were his words. And yeah. this is the, we're not just talking about YouTube. We're talking about having an opinion, whether it be online or whatever. As soon as you have an opinion on something and somebody says you're wrong, and you spoke about this so many times before, wise words, the very wise that you, you know, you can have an opinion. You're not wrong and you're not right. It's just your opinion differs to theirs. And yes, I don't understand in all the videos I watch, not just car stuff why people get so irate. I watch a huge amount of hi-fi audio equipment reviews and nobody gets so irate. They just go, yeah, I had this in my system and I had these speakers and I had this amp and this that, whatever. There's no infighting. No one just goes, oh, you've got your speakers way too far apart. Why have you got them set on that back wall? You should have that in the bathroom. You should put them <laughs> There isn't. And you just think, all right, your viewers, can we have some of those? Because our ones are freaking animals sometimes. They, 98%, 99% of my audience are incredible. I just want to thank my YouTube audience because they are so funny and so good. They get me. They finally yeah. got me. It's taken them six years, but they finally get my dry sense of humor. Yes. You know, and I'm sure yours do as well. And yeah, I, I've had very few bad comments lately. I think most of the worst comments have come in the past. Um, and there are very few and far between now, but they're also the ones that are very vocal, the ones that comment in a way that basically screams, look at me, look at me, notice me, pay attention to me. Um, did, did you get my message? Did you see my comment? I did comment. Um, did you read it? Yes, I did. It was shit. 
um, I don't know. Is there, is there anything else that's like a real bugbear for you? I'm trying to think, um, you know, people who complain about clay bars versus clay mitts and things like that. I love the clay mitt. People say that, oh, it's, it's, it's going to mar your paint and things like that. Yeah, but so is normal clay. Let's be perfectly honest. You can get away with a certain amount of marring, but eventually, most of the time, most people will say, I'm going to polish the car afterwards. If I'm going to clay it, I'm going to polish it too. I think... So, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you claying your car and not polishing no, it. I if th- you're happy with the finish. Yeah, I think it was Nick, Jilly Wash. I think he brought this up. I think we might have had mm. this before. Um, it, the use of... You're going to love this one. The use of detailing brushes during the pre-wash on oh, badges. Yes. Um, this was a corker, this one, because I, I get where he's coming from. Um, this, so when you do your pre-wash, the pre-wash is going down the car and it's, you know, it's breaking down all the crud and everything. Mm-hmm. Now you can do your window rubbers. Not wrong with that. Cause you're going on rubber and you're not, as long as you've got any chrome trims and you can work that snow foam in. I've done it on videos and all the black gunk runs down the doors and you think, Oh, great. Brilliant. Yeah. That's got rid of that crap. When it comes to the badges on the tailgate and you've got your little badge there and you've got the pre-wash, you've got all grit and sand underneath that and you go in there with a brush and you swirl it all around and make a nice magic mix of... <laughs> <laughs> a clear coat cheesecake, basically, and yes, and that's what you're saying, and that is true. That is not the right thing to do, and I've done it in the past. And th- oh, and I've then, done it many times. And and then when he said it, I just thought, "You utter bellend! <laughs> no wonder your badges look like shit. You've basically <laughs> marred everything underneath." I mean, yes, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. So that what we're saying is, there are certain things that we will say to you that if I were you, why don't you try this? You know. Don't use that wire brush to clean your wheels. Use this <laughs> wheel woolly. We're talking, yeah, hypothetically. But we are saying there is things you can, we can advise people, and there's always going to be new things, new ways of doing things. But when someone says, you are doing it wrong, just ignore them. Just ignore them. If you want to do that, that's fine. Certain things I will pulse, I will literally run over and grab someone and, and literally snap it in over my knee in front of them, and I'm not talking about their crutches. I'm talking, <laughs> I've got to say this, is those poxy squeegee things. If I see someone drag one of them across their roof one more oh, time... are you talking about the, the Autoglim Aqua Blade? Any, any, anything with blade in it. I don't care if it's Wilkinson swords, whatever. Anything <laughs> like that. If I see someone do that on a car, I'm literally going to go and beat them to death with their own slippers. Mm, yeah, uh, and I'm going to tell them why as well. After beating them up, obviously, providing they're still alive. <laughs> Whilst they're lying there, bleeding Coughing. to death, struggling to get air. Now, listen, I, I'm sorry I had to get your attention that way, but please hear me out for a moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it's and there is reasons for it. You get one tiny bit of grit underneath that, and I use them on the yeah, windows. Be, drag look, it all if the you want to get it off on the windows, by you know, use it on the windows if you want to do that. Or just get a glass ceiling. You won't have to bother. Just put a towel over them. But yeah, that is a, a complete no-no. I think when it's stuff, let's, let's just sum this up. If it's stuff that's detrimental damage you are going to cause to your vehicle, we will say something. You are actually yeah. doing it wrong, you know? Yeah. And that's that's kind of underlining everything. Apart from that, fill your bloody boots. <sighs> Just like that. If yeah. you want to pressure wash the inside of your car, go ahead. 
<laughs> yeah, we see that a lot actually, don't yeah, we? Yeah, uh, yeah, like videos, detailers' like... Bible and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Snowfall across the entire dashboard. I'll just spray this pressure washer right into the stereo controls. Good Absolutely. luck with that, Wind Sunshine. <laughs> uh, very, very quickly, I have got one more, one more, and mm. I've seen it on mm. YouTube, and I will say it because we are running late. Um, is steam cleaning interiors with leather? Be careful. <sighs> Yeah, it's a natural it's, it's, product. You're gonna dry mm. it out. Be very, very careful. Yeah, I know it looks good on vi- I know it looks good on videos, but be very careful. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we, we will come back to Story Corner next week. We've run out of time because I've I've got Story Corner, which is waiting in the wings on the next episode. But we didn't have time because <laughs> we were far too busy getting sidetracked. <laughs> seriously off piece if you guys have enjoyed this episode please give us your feedback specky and paul talk detailing at gmail.com send us a message or find us on instagram let us know what you think if there's anything we've missed out anything you think we should bring up please get in touch if there's any uh, episode that you want us to talk about any topic any suggestion for something that we need to discuss please do get in touch with us also don't forget about the patreon if you want to support this yep. little podcast we would greatly appreciate that. <coughs> we birthday. thank all of our <coughs> birthday. <laughs> birthday. we appreciate all the existing patrons thank you so much for all your support guys we really really do appreciate it though i think we're gonna leave this one here um paul any final thoughts any final... no we will leave this one to simmer <laughs> um, until we we return to uh, the podcast, it, it's gonna it's gonna rear its ugly head. It always does. But just... I'm looking forward to messages from some people that we know who are going to be saying, "I was shouting at my radio while <laughs> listening to this while I was driving in, <laughs> and I've just been arrested and put in a white coat." Oh, oh, I've got a thing I forgot to say. Do you remember Paul Quickmire, his story about hanging off the drawbar of his, his wagon and drag? Oh, what a lovely! When story. he got caught short, and you asked the question, did he use the airline? To clean his nuskers. Yep. No, he told me he got he got in touch. He sent me a message and he said, "Blue roll." That's <laughs> don't talk blue to me roll. about blue roll. He's got he's got a bucket which has a, it's an emergency bucket which has blue roll and an empty pop bottle and something else in there. That's his emergency kit. <laughs> right. I'll I'll mention something about blue roll and toilets in the next episode but i'll okay. leave it till then look, look yeah. forward to that one okay. there you go there's something to look forward to in the next episode uh yes thanks very much for listening hope you enjoyed it uh in the meantime i've been speggy and i've been paul i will catch you in the next one take care love you lots bye-bye 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 it's always three can't every two